In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Letdowns in political history. Just have yeah, fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Good morning. I'm here to give you an update on the FBI's investigation of Secretary Clinton. What I want to do is tell you what we're recommending, but first, let me tell you what we found. 110 emails, 52 email chains have been determined to contain classified information. What difference at this point does it make? Eight of those chains are top secret, 36 of those chains secret, and eight contain confidential information. What difference at this point does it make? Everything I did was admitted. There was no law, no regulation. Secretary Clinton should have known that an unclassified system was no place for that conversation. To the contrary, nothing was marked classified. There is evidence classified. Now let me tell you what we found. Oh my God. 110 emails. It was not the best choice. 52 email chains. It was the mistake. Have been determined to contain classified information. What difference at this point does it make? Eight of those chains were top secret. It wasn't the best Six of those chains. I said it was a mistake. Eight contained confidential information. What difference at this point does it make? With respect to our recommendation, this is going to be an unusual statement in at least a couple of ways. Although there is evidence, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. <laughs> I know there will be intense public debate. I know there will be intense public debate. I know there will be intense public debate. Public debate. What? 
difference at this point does it make? 110 emails. It wasn't the best choice. 52 email chains. I made a mistake. Have been determined to contain classified information. What difference at this point does it make? Eight of those chains are top secret. Six of those chains. I said it was a mistake. And eight contain confidential information. What difference at this point does it make? Well, I'll tell you, the difference that it makes is the entire FBI is going to be defunded and deleted within a decade's time or at least completely rebuilt from the ground up. So I wanted to play that video this morning for all you morons out there who troll and think that there was, oh, a real reason to we got to lock Donald Trump up. Why? Why? Because he had unclassified documents that they already saw months prior, that they already instructed him to lock up in a lockbox? You mean those documents? You mean those documents? Even if he did, which he did not, I'd like to say that, but even if he did have classified information, so did she. And when this goes all the way to the Supreme Court, which it will, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Donald Trump will win. When are they going to realize you can't beat God and you can't beat Trump? There is no precedent for what they did to him. They set a precedent of illegal search and seizure. They set the bar of corruption on the highest level, and they're not going to get away with it. James Comey isn't going to get away with it. Adam, uh, uh, Andrew McCabe isn't going to get away with it. Hillary Clinton isn't even going to get away with what they did to this great country. That... I can promise you, ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and you are loaded right here on Live from America. And I am. You're ever so humble, completely full of energy. Host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die great granite state of New Hampshire. And it's an honor to be here with you, especially after a whole a weekend of campaigning and putting out signs everywhere and talking to people in my community. Folks, we are going to run the table. Across this country, from sea to shining sea, regular, everyday people getting up and fighting back. We're going to run the table. And when we run the table, Donald Trump will not have to drain the swamp. We will do it. We will do it. I'd like to say happy birthday to Candy. It's Candy's birthday today. I see there was a couple birthdays today. My birthday is tomorrow. Uh, So I'm going to be working. I'm going to be working right through my birthday. And uh, Friday, I will not be here. We have a special guest host, Mike Crispy, who will have a show called Unafraid here on LFA TV come September. He will be filling in for me. And as you can see, I'm wearing my new Faith, Family, and Freedom shirt. And you can get the unisex version right now on JeremyHarrell.com. Ladies shirts are coming in a few weeks. But let's give a happy birthday right now, if we can, to Candy and whoever else's birthday it is. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Candy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. God bless you all again. It is my birthday tomorrow. So all of you get to sing happy birthday to me tomorrow, right? That's what I wish I could. I wish I could see that. Hey, tomorrow will be Tuesday, and it is Coffee Talk Tuesday. So maybe you guys can join in on Telegram, and when you pop on, you can sing a happy birthday to me. I think I'd like to have a happy birthday sung to me. That would be nice. Uh, Anyway, folks, I want to, uh, again, say Mike Crispy will be filling in 
this Friday for yours truly here on Live from America. So I want you to give him a big, 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 big welcome when he fills in for me. I also know that some of you were automatically signed out of Rumble. And when you signed back in last week, you're not able to, uh, to, uh, to Rumble rent or to donate. Um, I will look into that and I will talk to Rumble about that. Uh, but if you guys, uh, and just let you know, uh, Rumble rants, we're trying to, uh, we're trying to replenish some of the slurp fund and we're trying to make sure that Eli is here another month. So any, any money that comes in in the slurp fund today, um, I will be very, very grateful for. I'd also like to thank the following people who donated on JeremyHerald.com, whether it was a monthly or a one-time donation. I got to give the shout outs, folks. We all got to recognize each other. I can't just... Uh, skip that. So, <coughs> Kimberly Holiday, thank you very much. Sylvia Lebrano, thank you. Joanna Drail, thank you very much. She said, God bless you. Gina Harris, God bless you. Karen Hamill. Tamara Lehman, thank you very much for your $10 monthly donation. Linda Majaya, Linda and Sam become great family friends. $75 monthly donation. Wow, what a big one. Jennifer Maroon, thank you very much. Julie Brunswick, Says, please use it as you see fit. God bless you and your work. Christina Mosier, God bless you. Michelle Aguilard. Amy Allen, thank you very much. Veronica Brown says, we have doubled our small monthly donation. PayPal took out of our money the day before they froze your donations. Well, God bless you and thank you. Dennis Malakowski, thank you. Teresa Caraview, Sabin Brown, Joy Butcher, Jane Call, of kind of not kind embroidery, excuse me, advantage specialties down in Florida. What a wonderful woman, wonderful family. Natasha Bryan and Dixie Bayens, thank you so very much for your guys' continued support for this show and everything that we are doing here. I appreciate it more than you know. Without you guys, the show doesn't exist. Just remember that. Without you, the show doesn't exist. Now, we have taken on some great sponsors to help fill in the gaps, but I can tell you that what the sponsorship gives a month uh, is is just enough to cover that 40% that we're not getting. So just know that when I pick a sponsor, they're about for a month long, and they're just to try to help get us to the next month, okay? And, and I, and I uh, strongly suggest that you reach out to these sponsors and thank them, because without them, we wouldn't be able to exist either. It's just the way it is. Let's get to the Bible, folks, shall we? Let's get to God. Yesterday was a great day at church. Not, not only was a great day at church for the message of God, and thank you to my pastor for, for basically giving the message that I am passing on to you today. But also I want to thank my congregation and everybody who's supporting me for running for office here in District 6, Claremont and Croydon, New Hampshire. I got so many people yesterday to say that they've got my vote both in the prime or I've got their vote both in the primary and in the general election. And I could not be more thankful to God for that. Okay. We're going to have a long show today. We're going to have longer than an hour. So I, I apologize, but we're going to go from story to story. Very quick today. Let's get, to, uh, let's get to God. Our morning newsletter was titled, Time to Nail Your Flesh to the Cross. Time to Nail Your Flesh to the Cross. I said hello and happy Monday. I love this day of the week. Don't get me wrong. I love spending time with my family on the weekend. But during the week, we are on the battlefield, and I long to be with my platoon, every single one of you. So quick update here on the company. In preparation for LFA TV, all-day programming, coming this September, we are going to continue uh, with taking on good American company sponsors as long as we need to, okay, different ones here and there. And if we could reach 100% of our monthly recurring contributions, which we never actually ever did, 
then we could get uh, by with, with, with these. Uh, we could get by. But right now, these companies are helping fill the gap, and they don't give us a lot, but they give us enough to fill the void. And that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank them for. So thank you for your understanding. Also, a bunch of new items on JeremyHarrell.com. This shirt being one of them, it's part of the Armor of God line. So check it out. And we also have those beautiful hand-carved and hand-crafted Armor of God uh, 11 by 17 wooden signs for your home decor. Check those out as well. Verses of the day, Galatians 5, 19 through 24. Very, very important that you follow along in your Bible, okay? Galatians 5, 19 through 24 in the back of the Bible. When you follow the desires, listen very closely, folks. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, Wild parties and other sins like these. If you were to ask yourself which people who identify with what political party are engaging in everything that I just said, which one would it be? It would clearly be the Democratic Party. Clearly. So you know they are not walking in the flesh or walking in the spirit. They're walking in the flesh. And I titled today's newsletter, It is Time to Nail Your Flesh to the Cross. And this is what I'm talking about. Now let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will inherit will not inherit, excuse me, the kingdom of God, but, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and the desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. It is time to nail your flesh to the cross today if you have not already, folks. You are either walking in the flesh or you're walking in the spirit. There is no in-between. That's it. Pick a side. When someone describes you as a person, do you think that they would use any of the characteristics above describing somebody walking in a sinful nature or walking in the flesh? Or do you think that they would use words and characteristics of someone who walk in the Holy Spirit when they describe you? I laid out the terms, up, up uh, the characteristics above. That is what we're talking about here. When you walk in the flesh, you need human man-made laws to keep you from destroying others because of your sinful nature. And in some ways, human laws can save you from harm to yourself. However, when you're walking in the Spirit... There is no need for human and man-made laws to rule your life because you've already transcended them. There is no need for you to have to follow the man-made laws because you're already walking in the spirit and by default, none of these transgressions or iniquities are part of your life. It's time to nail your fleshly desires to the cross right there alongside Jesus and start walking in the light and in the spirit of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Do any of these describe you as a person 
Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, and wild parties. Do any of them describe you as a person? If somebody was trying to uh, describe who you are, would they use any of those words or would they use words like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? That is how you know whether you're walking in the spirit or whether you are walking in the flesh. It is time to nail your flesh to the cross today, and it is time now to go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats, and let's all say it together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Nail your flesh to the cross today. Get rid of those sinful desires and sinful natures. Walk in the Holy Spirit and be a righteous ambassador for God. Amen. We have got 4,000 people watching on Rumble. We have got 1,000 people watching on Getter. Our goal is to reach over 2,000 Rumbles every single day on Rumble. So if you guys could get into gear on that, I would appreciate it. Let's get to the first and foremost section of the day. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Redneck76 says, a drunk, yes, but I'm good for the rest. We got to do all, brother. We got to do all. In the Bible, it does not prohibit you from drinking alcohol. It prohibits you from being a drunkard. Remember that. Remember that. It does not prohibit you from drinking alcohol or consuming alcohol. It does prohibit you from relying on that for the rest of your life. Amen? All right, here we go. Christopher Ray, the disgraced director of the failing Bureau of Incompetence, has a new warning for all of you. Has a new warning for all of you deplorables out there. Has a new warning for Americans, ladies and gentlemen. And so did Nancy Pelosi, as a matter of fact. Have you seen all of these scared, spooked, woke rhinos and left-wing swamp donkey politicians come out ever since the raid and try to defend the FBI? Not only Democrats, we've seen Lindsey Graham try to defend the FBI. We've seen Senator Blumenthal defend the FBI. We've seen Nancy Stretchface Armstrong defend the FBI. Flimsy Lindsey Graham, Mitch Nochin McChina, Kevin McCoward, everybody is defending the FBI as a whole and saying there's some bad actors here, but we need to get rid of them. No, we need to get rid of the entirety of the Federal Bureau of Incompetence right now. They are a terroristic organization, and so is the CIA, and so is the DOJ. None of them, none of them are acting according to their oath to the Constitution. Every single one of them that I just named are acting in the flesh and politicizing their power in order to achieve their agenda, period. There is no other conversation to have, and if you say anything other than that, you are wrong. I'm sorry to tell you, you are wrong doesn't make you a bad person. You're just not in the know. These people have come out in the defense of the FBI so strongly in this last week. Why? The same reason 
that they they put their tail between their legs and ran from mama bears and papa bears. They're scared of you. They're scared of we the people. If they do not have you entirely, 100% behind them, then they are weak. And that's what they are. They're weak and fractured. But apparently, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Ray and the FBI and the left thought that something bad was going to happen after they raided President Donald Trump's home. What do you mean? What do I mean by that? They thought we were going to set fires. They thought we were going to cause insurrections, real ones. They thought we were going to push back in a way that was illegal. And when that didn't happen, they had to send in the FBI to pretend it is happening. Apparently, Trump supporters are going to fire off a dirty bomb. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a new one. The FBI released a bulletin on Friday warning of numerous threats, including a dirty bomb threat. Now, I spoke to this on Friday, didn't I? What did I say? What did I say? Is there anybody out there closer to the deplorables than you and I, War Room and others? We would know and we would immediately, immediately denounce any of that kind of uh, threats, any of those kind of threats or any of that kind of rhetoric, wouldn't we? Not a single one of us, not a single one of us would allow another MAGA Trump supporter to talk about dirty bombs and blowing buildings up. So anytime that you hear that this is happening, this is a false flag event by the FBI because there is no self-respecting Trump supporter out there who would do this. And we all know that. You know it. I know it. A dirty bomb, seriously, on the FBI bulletin, seriously, and guess who reported it? Oh, this, oh, CBS, ladies and gentlemen. CBS, the communist broadcasting system. Quote, the FBI and the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, have observed an increase in threats to the federal law enforcement agencies and, to a lesser extent, other law enforcement and government officials following the FBI's recent execution of a search warrant in Palm Beach, Florida, the joint bulletin reads. Now, before I move on with the rest of this quote, let me just tell you something real quick. They are taking what I say as a threat to the FBI. They're taking what you say. We're not going to let this happen as a threat to the FBI. We are going to defund and delete you and destroy the agency from the ground and build it back from the ground up. We're talking about doing it legally. They're taking it as a threat. As a threat. They're saying that any kind of dissension from the FBI, the DOJ, or the CIA in any way, shape, or form from you, we the people, from you the deplorable, is a threat to their agencies. And I am here to look you straight in the eye from New Hampshire boldly and publicly telling them you should be threatened, but not in the way that you are portraying it to the mainstream media to get it out there to the brainless, lifeless zombies who are going to eat it up and and have it force-fed down their throats. You are meaning that we are a threat to them physically. We are meaning that we are a threat to you legally and we are going to destroy your corrupt agencies and build them back better. A real build back better. Quote, these threats are occurring primarily online and across multiple platforms. Lies, because if they were, if they were, then those platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the rest, would label that as hate speech or threats to the United States government, and they would suspend you or delete you. So you know it's a lie. They're saying including social media sites, 
web forums, video sharing platforms, and image boards. So what they're doing is they're coming after Getter, they're coming after Rumble, they're coming after Gab, Parler, and any other alternative media that we've built. And they're going to shut them down, or they're going to try to, based on uh, violent threats to the government, which they're going to call, again, another insurrection. The FBI and the DHS would like to ensure that law enforcement courts and government personnel are aware of the wide range of threats and criminal and violent incidents, which there are none, which there are none, not from Trump supporters anyway. It sounds to me, oh, Christopher Ray, Nancy Pelosi and the rest of you losers, like you guys got caught with your hand in the cookie jar with J6 and J6 January 6th uh, committee didn't go so well, did it? It did not uncover what you thought it was going to uncover did it. So what are you doing? You're doing the same thing that you did in Michigan with Gretchen Whitmer. You are pretending that FBI agents are Trump supporters and you're making crap up. I almost just said the S word. According to the bulletin, the FBI and DHS have observed an increase of violent threats posted on social media against federal officials and facilities, including a threat to a place to place a so-called dirty bomb in front of FBI headquarters and in uh, issuing general calls for civil war and armed rebellion. Well, let me just tell you something, FBI. I know you don't read the Constitution, but what does the Constitution say that we the people have the ability, authority, and our duty is and our responsibility is when a government gets to where you've gotten right now? So you're taking what the Constitution tells us that we should do and what we have the absolute right to do, And you're making it sound like terroristic threats from us when it's really from you. The FBI agents are the real culprits here, ladies and gentlemen. The FBI has warned of a dirty bomb and increasing threats of civil war. The Bureau said in a leaked memo that they had received an uptick in violent threats on social media. Again, they are taking you, saying, we're not going to allow this as a credible violent threat. They're not calling... Threats as somebody saying, we're going to come and destroy you and kill you. No, 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 no. They're taking what you and what you and I are saying is we're not going to allow this to happen as a threat. The chilling note revealed thugs plan to put a dirty bomb in the front of the agency's headquarters amid a suggested armed rebellion. Now, let me ask you this. Is there anybody that stupid out there? Let's say there are. Let's just say in a in a fantasy FBI world that there are Trump supporters out there who um, are saying this stuff. Do you think they'd be dumb enough to put it on social media? After everything that's gone on, come on. Do you really take us for being that stupid, Christopher Ray? It comes as House GOP Representative Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania revealed that he was told that his life was in danger amid the fallout. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. The former FBI agent said that he was threatened by some of the same people who are uh, heaping verbal attacks against the federal law enforcement. Yeah, right. We don't believe you. You guys are liars. We're just going to keep doing what we're supposed to be doing. Now, before I move on from this, Jeremy, did you receive my birthday card and gift? You mean this right here? That we're going to open online today? That we're going to open on the show today? Yeah, I got it. And I purposely didn't open it because I wanted to open it for the LFA family. So we'll open that here in a minute. Unless that's not you. And unless that's somebody else who sent a card and a birthday gift. But this is from Dennis and Tatiana Sled, by the way. Dennis and Tatiana Sled. Outside of that, we've got nothing yet. We have to check our uh, post office today, just so you know. All right? And Bad Moon is right. The constitutional oath says otherwise. And that is what I'm following. That's what I'm following. 
And then Bree K on Getter says, Trump is much smarter than the FBI. I agree. I agree. Thank you to Billiam75 for the 50 bucks for Mr. Eli. Thank you for J, uh, JJ Mayer. Thank you very much. Billiam75 sent another 100 bucks and said, take the family out to dinner on your birthday. Well, God bless you. Thank you. Amanda Collins, who I used her coffee cup yesterday in church. She sent $10. And Savvy Granny, also $10. God bless you guys for the rumble rants. We rely on them more than you know. When can they get rid of the FBI and CIA? Well, that's going to take con- congressional approval to do that. So I don't know if getting rid of them will ever be a, uh, a reality, but reforming them and restructuring them is definitely doable. Now, folks, you need to understand, and we're going to break it down for you right now. So for the 4,400 that are here, you're lucky. We are, going to, we are going to break down, and you need to understand why the deep state is so incredibly terrified of Trump's documents. And I want to quote Larry Johnson for this story because he was right on the, he hit the nail right on the head with this story. And it's everything that I've been saying. So let's go ahead and get into this. He said, let me start by suggesting that you read the excellent comprehensive analysis by Sundance at the conservative Treehouse. Everybody write that down. Put that in the comment section here on Rumble and Getter. Sundance at this conservative Treehouse. He says, I can sum up the Trump documents very, very succinctly. The documents show that there was a coordinated effort by the CIA, the FBI, and the Department of Defense starting in the summer of 2015 to interfere in the 2016 election. Remember all of those executive orders that President Donald J. Trump signed about stealing elections and election interference? Remember all those that we talked about and we thought that President Donald J. Trump was going to use them to stay in power to show what they did. Instead, Donald J. Trump took one on the chin himself and for America so that we could expose this the right way and truly drain the swamp. That's what's going on here, folks. Part of this effort involved using national security agencies uh, produced intelligence. Oliver Stone's movie Snowden, if you remember that, has a scene that accurately, accurately describes what the NSA was collecting and how it could be used. When the conspiracy started in the summer of 2015 with Hillary Clinton to interfere in the 2020 election to, to, to help her win by the leadership of the FBI, the CIA, and the DOD, Donald Trump was not the only target. Few believed at the time that Trump had a snowball's chance in an raging inferno of hell to win the nomination, much less the presidency. There were active searches for compromising intel on all of the leading Republican candidates, including Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, and yes, even Bernie Sanders, because they had to steal the election from him in the primary to give it to Hillary. The CIA, without the knowledge of the Director of National Intelligence, worked, or excuse me, with the, with the knowledge, excuse me, with, not without, worked with British counterparts starting in the summer of 2015, to collect intelligence on Republican and at least one Democrat candidates, John Brennan, the Muslim scumbag himself, was probably hoping that his proactive steps to help Hillary Clinton uh, would ensure him taking over as the Director of National Intelligence in the new Clinton administration. Regardless of motives, the CIA enlisted the British intelligence community to start gathering intelligence on most major Republican candidates and on Bernie Sanders. This is stuff we all knew, folks. This is not new news. This is reminding you 
of exactly what they're looking for and exactly what happened. The, and by the way, Hillary Clinton lost because of an overwhelmingly uh, an overwhelming turnout for Donald Trump because Democrats, Bernie bros, remember them? They hated what Hillary Clinton did to them and they voted for Donald Trump. We overwhelmed them at the voting polls and they could not steal the election. Same thing we just did in Arizona. Remember how powerful that is. This initial phase of intelligence gathering goes beyond opposition research. The information being gathered identified the key personnel in each campaign and identified the people outside the United States receiving their calls, texts, emails, and other forms of communications. This information was turned into intelligence reports that then were passed back to the United States intel community as liaison reporting as to not raise any eyebrows. This was not put into normal classified channels. This intelligence was put into a SAP or a special access program. Obama knew it all. He was part of it all. And the reason why I am rehashing all this is so you guys understand exactly why they raided Mar-a-Lago. The initial phase of intelligence collection produced a great volume of intelligence that allowed analysts to identify key personnel and the people they were communicating with overseas. You don't have to access you don't have to have access to intelligence information to understand this. Now let me give you one example of how intelligence intercepts were used to target specific individuals. Ask yourself this, how did George Papadopoulos get on the radar? Papadopoulos was living in London and communicating with Corey Lewandowski of New Hampshire, Trump's campaign manager at the time. Those communications were intercepted by the UK's GCHQ and passed through liaison channels to the NSA. That information was used in turn by the CIA and the FBI working with British intelligence to ensnare Papadopoulos. He was offered a job, for example, at a firm tied to British intelligence and subsequently introduced to Joseph Mifsud, M-I-F-S-U-D. I am confident that some of the documents Trump has, sh- uh, has shown that uh, George Papadopoulos was identified as a possible target by the fall of 2015. Initially, his name was masked, but we now know that many people in the Trump campaign had their names unmasked, you know, like General Michael Flynn. You cannot unmask someone unless their name is in an intelligence report. And we didn't have the intelligence reports here. We relied on them to, get, to do it in Britain so that we could funnel it back to here as not to raise any eyebrows or break any laws, which they still did. Following me so far? Here's another example. We also know that Felix Sater, a longtime associate of Donald Trump, and an FBI informant since December of 1998, he was signed up by Andrew Wiseman, initiated the proposal to do a Trump Tower in Moscow. Don't take my word for it. That's what Robert Mueller reported. And I'm not going to go through all of that. But by December of 2015, the Hillary campaign decided to use the Russian angle on Donald Trump. And thanks to WikiLeaks, we have campaign manager John Podesta's emails exchange in December of 2015 with the DNC operative Brent Badowski. That's good. Sooner it's clarified, the better. And the stronger, the better, Badowski replies later, adding, best approach is to slaughter Donald for his bromance with Putin, but not to go too far betting on Putin and Syria. 
By late December, the intelligence law enforcement operation targeted Donald J. Trump as it became clear that he was likely to win the Republican nomination. And I believe that Donald J. Trump is holding Trump cards because he says it all the time. He is so sure that he is going to drain the swamp. How would it not be possible that he's holding these Trump cards to irrefutably show that the CIA, the FBI, Obama, Hillary Clinton, the DOD, the DNC, and the rest of the sewer-dwelling sewer swamp donkey Democrats were communicating in top-secret channels about these activities and that the coordination also included foreign intelligence personnel in at least the UK and Australia. Now, I hope this helps you understand a little bit more about the desperation of these alphabet agencies and why it is so imperative that they do anything they can inside or outside the law to stop MAGA from taking over again. So they call it nuclear MAGA. That is just the beginning, folks. MAGA was the birth, was the conception of the idea. Ultra MAGA was us saying we've had enough. We're going to mobilize and we're going to take over all these county precinct levels and all these city councils and all these state representative positions and the state senate positions. Nuclear MAGA is everybody in the world who just I just described getting super, super motivated because how pissed off they were that the FBI is trying to take down a truly viable and duly elected president. And nuclear MAGA is just the beginning. Wait until you see what's next, folks. You have to understand the desperation here to understand where we are in this fight. The revelations that I just explained to you and what we're starting to see and why we are starting and how we're starting to see it all come true. If this is all true, if everything I just said is true, we're in for a hell of a ride. And you better have your armor of God completely strapped on and ready to go because we're going to need you crisp, energetic, and in a fighting mood more than ever. More than ever. Also, ladies and gentlemen, they took documents. That's how you know this is a fishing expedition because they took documents that were protected under client attorney privilege and Donald Trump is like, you better give me that stuff back and you better give it back now. Trump posted on True Social last night saying that he would like privileged records seized by the FBI to be returned to him immediately. According to a report that came out Saturday evening, some of the documents seized by the FBI at Mar-a-Lago were allegedly protected by attorney-client privilege. The former president's team was informed that boxes labeled A-14, A-26, A-43, A-13, and A-33, and a set of documents all seen in the final page of the FBI's property receipt contained information covered by law, by attorney-client privilege. In the post on True Social, Donald Trump wrote that he had just learned about the claims. He said, oh, great. It has just been learned that the FBI is in, now, in its now famous raid of Mar-a-Lago, took boxes of privileged attorney-client material and also executive privileged material, which they knowingly should not have taken. Of course, what did it really matter? They were already in rooms they shouldn't have been in. By copy of this truth, I respectfully request that these documents be immediately returned to the location from which they were taken. Here's the other thing, you guys. Here's the other thing. I want to say two things to you that make zero sense in the world. Number one, 
President Donald Trump has plenary power to declassify anything he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants, without congressional or Pentagon approval, right? So why in the H-E double hockey sticks would Donald Trump say, you know what, I can do that, but I'm not going to do that, and I'm going to illegally take these documents to Mar-a-Lago with me, knowing that they're after me 24-7-365. Come on. You don't, have to be, you don't have to be that stupid. Come on. Number two, if Donald Trump did have documents that he did not want them to find or nuclear codes or anything else like that, do you think he would have kept them in the same exact spot that they already know exists because they were there twice previously this year and they suggested how Donald Trump should keep these documents and where to keep them? Do you think he'd keep... The documents that he's not supposed to have with them, come on. This is a fishing expedition. It's not going to lead to anything legal. And if it leads to something illegal, like an indictment or an arrest, God help the alphabet agencies of this country. Because God is going to be the only one that can. God is going to be the only one that can. Uh, Here's Cash Patel explained all of that in his podcast yesterday. I haven't heard that. I didn't even know Cash Patel had a podcast. But that's great. That's great. That lets me know that him and I are on the same page here. Forgive us all, Larry says. We are all sinners. Amen, sir. Amen. Now, all over the country, yesterday and Saturday, from New York to Virginia, from Florida to Texas, from sea to shining sea, Trump supporters are gearing up for a fight. And like I said, Ultra MAGA turned to nuclear MAGA, and nuclear MAGA is just the beginning. Let's go to a couple of these videos right now of some of these Trump supporters gearing up and lining up across the country. And big shout out to Loud Majority, Loud Majority Sean Farish yesterday in Long Island. What a great rally that was, and Scott Pressler was in attendance as well. But let's go to a couple of these so you can see what's going on around the country right now. Come on, folks. Come on. We ain't gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. Come on. Well, that was one, ladies and gentlemen. That was one. Hold on. We got another one here. We got another one here. Let's play. Let's play the uh, the other video of Trump supporters lining up somewhere else. We're not going to take it. Now you can say that that is a threat to your stupid little corrupt alphabet agency all you want. We don't care how you take it. We don't care about your feelings. We don't care about your corruption. We care about the rule of law, the Constitution, God Almighty, and our president, Donald J. Trump. And you're never, ever going to take this country over from we the people. It's too big. It's too strong. Can I get an amen? We're going from MAGA to mega, baby. Make Earth great again. And this was just a little taste of it, folks. It happened all over the country. And thank you to the FBI. Can I say that right now? Thank you, FBI. Thank you for doing that. 
Thank you for energizing the MAGA crowd. Actually, thank you for making the MAGA crowd bigger than ever before. From make America great again to make Earth great again, ladies and gentlemen, it is happening right under your nose. It's happening right under your nose. And I, again, big shout out. Big shout out to Sean Farish for his, uh, for his rally yesterday. Now, I want to move on. I got I to gotta highlight one of our, uh, we're going we're gonna to switch gears here. Stay here, folks. Don't go anywhere. We got to do a quick sponsorship read. But this is very important. Do you know what this is right here? I want you to see this. Hold on. Do you know what this is right here? These are actual, they're not official, but they would be if they weren't a demo. It's a demo only. Do you know what this is right here? This is the deed to my house. This right here is the deed to my house, saying that I am no longer on the deed to my house, but I am. Do you guys know, I told you guys that the, um, the Live From America bank account, the business account, has been attacked crazy lately. We've had to switch bank accounts five times. Because people are hacking into the LFA business bank account in a bank and stealing money at an alarming rate. Thank God that our bank insurance takes care of it and and fills the gaps. But five times they have stole money from the LFA business account in my bank. This right here is showing you how they steal your home. And they're not stealing your home to live in it, folks. You heard of this home title lock stuff? They're not stealing your home to live in it. They're stealing your home to take out loans on the, uh, on the equity that you have in your homes and destroying your lives. This is another way they're coming after us. This is another way that they are coming after each and every one of us. That is a notarized copy of the deed to my house. That's my address on the home, but that's under a different owner and not Me, ladies and gentlemen, how fast can that happen? In one day. In one day, they can steal your home. And guess what? They don't need to be advanced to do do this. They don't need to be advanced to do this. Anybody's doing this. That's why it's such a big thing nowadays. It's absolutely ridiculous. And do you know what caused this problem? I'll tell you what caused this problem. What caused this problem was everybody needing to digitize records. If you think that's bad, wait until someone gets a hold of all your health records because those are digitized. They're not stealing your homes to live in them. They're stealing your homes to take out loans on them in your name. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. The deed to our homes is the only document that proves you own it. The only thing, the only thing, the problem is the deeds to all our homes are now online. A criminal can find, forge your signature, and refile as the new owner of your home. And all they need is a filing fee. And then they'll take out loans using your home's equity and leave you in debt. You won't know until the collection notices start showing up at your home. This is proof of it right here. This is proof of it right here. So, ladies and gentlemen, homeowners insurance does not cover this, and neither does common theft programs. Home title lock. There's a whole bunch of companies that do it. This is one of our new sponsors as we phase out another one. So go to hometitlelock.com, okay? It's like 14 bucks a month or something. Use promo code LFA, enter your address for no obligation home title scan to see if you've already been a victim. And that's a $100 value that you get for free when you go and use promo code LFA. So protect your lives. I told you, declare your independence from the federal government 
and declare your independence from these Democrats. They're not only coming after your banks, they're coming after your homes. They got these new IRS agents. They're going to come after you. So make sure that you're set up and go to, <coughs> excuse me, hometitlelock.com. Very easy. Put in the promo code LFA and see if they've taken, they've already uh, put de- uh, claims out on your home. Check them out, folks. Very, very powerful. Very important. Or else I wouldn't tell you. Mine is right here. Right here. Right here. They're coming after your stuff, so let's go after them in turn, huh? All right. Let me take a quick drink of my coffee here. Oh, my goodness. How do you fix something like that? You get home title lock. It's, it, your home insurance doesn't even cover it. That's how you fix it. It's like 14 bucks a month or something like that. All right. Here we go, folks. New reports are out. From left-wing MSM, of course, fake news media, and they are now claiming that the cross, this cross on my shirt right here, that cross behind me, and rosary beads are a symbol, ready for this? A symbol of extremism, violent extremism, and Christian nationalists. How long has people who do what I do, how long has people been telling you that they're coming after Jesus. Piece by piece, they take your rights away and they're coming after God and they're trying to get God out of everything. This proves it, folks. This is big news and we have to cover it, so let's get right to it. The Atlantic writer, it's a, it's a publication company, Atlantic, it's a fake news publication company at that. Atlantic writer claims that the rosary and the cross are extremist symbols for white nationalists to create violence, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe it? Yes, I can. Christ told you, they're going to come after you just like they came after me. They're going to come after you just like they came after me. Rosebud said, wouldn't my mortgage company know if somebody tried to apply for a loan? No, nope, nope, they wouldn't. And if you just get a, go, get a hold of HomeTitleLock.com, they'll explain to you how even your mortgage company wouldn't know. All right, but let's move on with this story. We'll talk more about that later. This right here, folks, this is a symbol of violent extremism for Christian nationalists. I knew it. I knew it was only a matter of time. They got to link you to terrorism sometimes. This is how they're doing it. Atlantic contributor Daniel Paniton has published an op-ed which he claimed that the rosary and the cross is now a symbol of uh, violent extremism. The rosary, of course, is a string of beads or knots that are used by Catholics as they do a series of prayers. In the article titled, How the Rosary Became an Extremist Symbol, Paniton claimed that just as the AR-15 rifle has become a sacred object for Christian nationalists in general, the rosary has acquired a militaristic meaning for radical traditional Catholics. Paniton claimed that on this extremist fringe, Rosary beads, specifically, have been woven into a conspiratorial politics and absolutist gun culture. Basically saying, if you're an AR-15 owner or you own guns, you're clearly a Christian. Do you remember Obama cling to your guns in your Bibles? That guy is a Muslim extremist. You notice that he never said, I, I get a lot of lefties that tell me this. Obama always said, God bless the United States. He did. Why? Because they serve God too. So do Catholics. So do Jews. So do many other religions out there. They serve God. But which God? Well, in Islamic, Judeo, and Christian um, history, we all worship the same God. But none of them recognize Jesus 
as the Lord and Savior, as the only way to heaven. So when Barack Hussein Obama said, God bless the United States, I never heard him say Jesus. Did you? Did you ever hear the word Jesus, the name Jesus, in a way that was fitting to talk about Jesus come out of Barack Hussein Obama's mouth? No, you didn't. You heard God bless. That was his deception right there. That was his deception. Pennington claimed that on this extremic fringe um, that they've been woven into the gun culture, these armed radical traditionalists, is what he's calling us, have taken up spiritual notions that the rosary can be a weapon in a fight against evil and turned it into something dangerously literal. Well, yes, the cross and, the, and prayer is a majorly effective weapon against the fight of evil. But you would never expect Democrats to understand that, including people who call themselves Catholic, like Nancy Pelosi and like Joe Biden. You would never expect them to understand how much of a weapon prayer is to their evil. How much of a weapon that beautiful cross is laying on the red, white, and blue behind me is a weapon to their evil. It is a better weapon than the AR-15, and they know it. And that's why they've got to outlaw it. That's why they're coming after the cross. That's why they're coming after Jesus. If you don't think that Americans are willing to die on a hill that has you coming and taking their guns, wait until you come and try to take their Jesus. I'll remind you and point you back to stories in the Bible that explain exactly what happens to those evil people that try to wipe out Christianity. None of them are alive today. None of them are alive today. So think twice. Think twice. Because that's what they're coming after. All right, we got to move on. We're going to head up to Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is a very, very, very inside-out, upside-down city in America right now, especially run by jihads and the jihad squad up there. Okay? Minneapolis Teachers Union, this is going to really, really tick you off, has a new contract. And in that contract... The Minneapolis Teachers Union has put wording in there that stipulates that white teachers are the ones that will be laid off first in the time of an economic crisis. Let me say that again. The craziest, most radical people in society in Minneapolis are now teaching your kids that white people are the worst thing ever on this planet and that they are expendable and that they are non-essential so that when they have to lay people off, Minneapolis contract by the teachers union says that public school teachers that are white will be laid off first. The latest Minnesota teachers union contract stipulates all white people will be removed from the roster before anybody else when they're making economic and budgetary cuts. This has nothing to do with seniority. This has nothing to do with the quality of work. This is only about skin Color. Alpha News reported a Minneapolis teachers union contract stipulates that white teachers will be laid off or reassigned before educators of color in the event Minneapolis public schools need to reduce staff. And if you guys are doing your job as patriots, they will need to reduce staff because you'll take them out of public school until they get their crap together. After the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers, MFT, and MPS struck a deal on March 25th, 
To end a 14-day teacher strike, the two sides drew up and ratified a new collective bargaining agreement, complete with various proposals. One of the proposals dealt with educators of color protections. This agreement states that if a non-white teacher is subject to excess, MPS must excess a white teacher with the next least seniority. Starting when the spring of uh, 2023 budget tie-out cycle, if, ex- if accessing a teacher who is a member of a population underrepresented among licensed teachers in the site, the district shall access the next least senior teacher who is not a member of an underrepresented population. So white people. According to the United Federation of Teachers, accessing means reducing staff in a particular school when there is a reduction in the number of available positions in a title or license area in that school. So who's first on the chopping block? Saltine Americans, folks. So if you're in the uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota area, and your child goes to public school, do yourself a favor and get them the hell out of there right now. And stop worrying about how you're going to get to work or what you're going to be able to do with your kid home. Worry about your kid first and don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. And yes, these teachers unions need to go and they need to go now. And each state needs to remove themselves from the NSBA and the National Teachers Association. They need to, and they need to remove themselves from that immediately and stop f- sending money to them. We are not federalizing our school systems in America, and we are going back to basics, whether you like it or not. So continue to call me a white Christian nationalist, terroristic, uh, whatever you want to call me. You're not going to win this fight. You're up against people who will die for this. And we know the people we're fighting are cowards who wouldn't die for anything, let alone the Constitution or God. Now, we're going to move from Minneapolis. I told you we were going to jump fast. We had a lot to cover today. And we're going to go to Pennsylvania. Because Pennsylvania independents, Pennsylvania Democrats, and Pennsylvania Republicans need to understand that that guy, that loser, that just does nothing but wear hoodies in his bald head and act like a moron, John Fetterman, he can barely speak. He looks like Joe Biden after his stroke in May. The guy had to cancel campaign stops because of his stroke in May. And then had to cancel more last week because he can't even talk. And this is the guy? This is the guy? Pennsylvania, this is the best you can come up with? John Fetterman, Pennsylvania's current lieutenant governor. Loser, by the way. Scumbag. Mommy's boy. Who got $50,000 a year from his parents up until last year. Who is now the Democrat nominee for U.S. Senator. Returned to the campaign trail this weekend after a stroke-induced hiatus. Democrat Fetterman is running against Republican nominee Dr. Mehmet Oz, and that's a big mistake on our part, by the way, putting one loser rhino up against another loser, uh, or one loser Democrat up against another loser Democrat. Worst, worst, worst endorsement in in history for for Donald J. Trump. Worst in history, by the way. I want to show you how bad this guy is. How bad he looks just like Joe Biden. The guy can't speak for nothing. Let's bring up that video of John Fetterman trying, just trying to speak to his crowd. Absolutely looks terrible, sounds terrible. And of course, he's got his stupid assistant right next to him, which I believe is his wife. I don't know. I don't know. The guy's a moron. Anyways, how did he become your lieutenant governor? I don't know. But check this out. Count on us to eliminate. The filibuster, if you 
come out and step with us, we will be able to stand with you in D.C. I gave away the lieutenant governor governor in Pennsylvania, the only lieutenant governor in the history to do that. And let's, let's get some stuff done for America. Who would ever think that I would be the normal, the normal one in the race here, you know, with that... That, who would ever think that I'd be the normal guy? Look, everybody knows you're a screw-up. Everybody knows you're a worthless loser. Everybody knows that you're a mommy's boy sucking off the teat of your parents for the last, I don't know, 53 years, you bald-headed, worthless nobody. $50,000 a year he was getting from his parents. And he's your lieutenant governor? Now he's got a stroke. Now he's had a stroke and look at him. He can barely speak. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, John Fetterman is going to get. Come on, man. We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day goes to John Fetterman. The guy can't speak. He's just like Biden. He's having a hard time even doing normal, everyday human functions. It shouldn't be a hard job for Dr. Mehmet Oz to come and beat him. But yet, you don't see Dr. Mehmet Oz. Where is he? The guy isn't campaigning. He sure as hell isn't out there trying to fight for what Donald Trump endorsed him to do. He's a Muslim loser. And he should have never been endorsed by Republicans ever, ever, ever. You'd be better off with that loser than Dr. Mehmet Oz, if you ask me. I don't know about that. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm overspeaking. Maybe I'm overspeaking. But look, I'm not the most professionally dressed guy in the world, but even I will throw on a sports coat here and there. You can't even do that, and you're the lieutenant governor running for Senate? You loser. I mean, talk about loser. 53 years old, still getting paid by his parents, getting an allowance. Aww. We're almost done, and you guys are not going to want to miss the end of this show, so stay tuned. We got some, some heavy-hitting stuff coming up in the last part of the show. But before we get there, I want to talk about how bad Californians have it right now. Okay, high prices in California and highly taxed people are being pushed to have to go across the border to get necessities in Mexico. Folks, you got to take care of yourself. I've been trying to tell you for the longest time. I know it's easier said than done. And I know some of you aren't going to listen to anything I say and some of you will. But for those who do, those who bend an ear and those who say, you know what, maybe he's right. You got to start taking care of yourself and your family better. You got to bring things closer to home. Do not rely on the supermarkets. Do not rely on the bare shelves Biden. Do not rely on the supply chain and Pete Booty Plug to make sure that you're okay. Bring it back local. Do as much as you can local. Last week, me and my family ate every meal from a local farm. Every single meal and everything on the plate was from a local farm. Everything. Is it more expensive? Yes. I know we don't have the money. I get it. I get it. I do. But we got to do whatever we can to do this, folks. We have to. How bad are things in one of the worst liberal states on planet Earth? In Joe Biden's America? Well, ladies and gentlemen, bad enough that for some residents to properly fill their pantries, they've got to shop outside of America and go to Mexico. On Thursday, News Nation reported on a group of Californians who were regularly crossing the border at San Diego to Mexico City and Tijuana. 
They're not going down there to party. They're not going down there to have a good time. They're not going down there for spring break. They're not going down there to traffic drugs or traffic illegal goods. They're going down there to shop to fill their damn pantries for crying out loud. That's America under Joe Biden. So anybody out there is running for office, just say, look, you don't have to trust me as a Republican. Just look at what in the heck is going on in this country with you people in charge. They're going to Mexico to get necessities. Absolute crap show. Now, I want to highlight my friend Ben Berkwam, who was in California, where he used to live all this last month. He's been in California reporting on things. I want you to see, everybody, what California really looks like when you're not getting an infomercial from Gavin Gaslight Newsom. What California really looks like under complete socialism and Democrat control. This is the real California. The one that Gavin Newsom, Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, and the rest of the left in America don't want you to see. This is the result of leftist Democrat policies. People who live there, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. There you go. Is that what you want your kids to see? Is that what you want to grow up? Have your kids grown up with? Is that what you want to see when you go out to run errands? I don't think so. Now, this is the real California. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to scare you into saying we're screwed, the United States is over. I'm trying to hold you out the plane by your ankles with no parachute on so you understand the severity, the severity of why you need to get involved. Why you need to get involved. And that, ladies and gentlemen, shows you and marks the severity of exactly why you need to get involved. Okay? And I've been talking about taking things back local, getting things from your local farm stands, being better physically, mentally, and emotionally, and spiritually. This is one way I've been doing it, ladies and gentlemen. This is one way I've been doing it. Field of Greens. Let's give them a big shout out. Now, if you have already ordered Field of Greens, raise your hand in the comments section. If you've already started your regimen of daily one scoop field of greens, whether it's the citrus, whether it's the wild berry, or whether it's the regular, please raise your hand in the comment section. And then if you could, please let us know how it's working for you. Because I can tell you what, I have never in my life, well, I'm, also, I'm exercising too, but I've never in my life felt so healthy and so on point. My mind is not... Um, Usually my mind is everywhere and I'm trying to sit down and focus on one thing. It's not the case. I can focus so much better with Field of Greens. And you wonder why back in the day, diabetes and cancer wasn't a big thing 100 years ago. It's because we didn't put that crap in our body that we're filling our bodies with now. We ate vegetables. We ate fruits. We ate the right things. And I can tell you this, even when we did that, we probably still didn't get our daily amount of fruits and vegetables. But you get that with one scoop and one drink of Field of Greens. And it will clean out your body. It'll clean out your toxins. And you'll feel it. You'll feel cleaner. And you'll feel better. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Promo code LFA. Get a big discount and start today. Look at that. I started today. Can't get it past my mouth. Ugh, you don't like it? I, 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 I love the, the wild berry. Huh, that's weird. Maybe you got to put it with something else. Not sure if you're a trans in California. You get 900 a month. Well, there you go. There you go. And care, ordered. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Check it out, folks. We're going to get healthy and we're going to be stronger for this fight. You're going to need to be. All right. 
One more story, and then we're going to get into what happened this weekend in Arizona with Carrie Lake and Ron DeSantis, the part I told you you didn't want to miss. Republicans have an opportunity in New York in a special election to turn another blue seat red. This is big news, and you have to know about this. You have to know if it's in your district in Kingston, New York, how you're going to do this. New York's 19th congressional district is being closely watched as a bellwether race for this year's midterm election. Dutchess County, raise your hand if you live in Dutchess County, New York. Executive Marcus Molinero, a Republican, will face off against Ulster County Executive Pat Ryan, a Democrat in August 23rd special election to fill a vacated seat. New York Lieutenant Governor Antonio Delgado, a Democrat, gave up the upstate congressional seat in May when tapped to be Governor Kathy Hochul's number two and her running mate this year in her gubernatorial election. Fearing a repeat of the lost seat in Texas a couple months ago in that special election to, um, to uh, Mayoris, Mayas, Mayas is her last name, national Democrats are pumping tons of money into the New York race to fend off the emboldened Mr. Molinaro. Both campaigns and their allies have launched a flurry of ads to energize their base for this special election. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, get off of your hind ends, get out in that special election uh, August 23rd and vote for Marcus Molinaro. If you do and you do it and you overwhelm the system, we turn another representative seat in New York, by the way, from blue to red. And we have a very big, uh, good possibility of doing that. All right. So remember I said that and get out there again. That is the 23rd, ladies and gentlemen, the 23rd. All right. Um, What did I have? I had something pretty powerful coming up next here with with Carrie Lake and and Ron DeSantis. Um, All right. We're just going to have to go to it. All right. Carrie Lake and Ron DeSantis, ladies and gentlemen, last night, they had a Unite the Party rally in Arizona. Talk about two powerhouses. Talk about two massive powerhouses, ladies and gentlemen, uh, going uh, uniting uh, for the cause and turning this Republican Party completely inside out. No longer is it the GOP. After last night, it is definitely the GNP. Now, before I play Ron DeSantis's part, let me play Carrie Lake's part. Get your phone ready. You're going to have to Google this, what BDE means. But boy, did she came out, come out on fire last night after spending time one-on-one with Ron DeSantis for her first time. Check this out. He's right up there right now, and his name is Governor Ron DeSantis. I don't know if he's looking down here, but he's up there in that room, and we appreciated him. All right, I'm going to tell you a little bit. I just got to spend time with him. Love the guy. Fantastic. He is gutsy. The guy has bigger... (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Karen. Let me think about how I want to word this. My staff always says, whatever you do, do not say balls. So I'm not going to say it. That guy... Strong women being strong women. I love it. Has a backbone made of steel. I'll tell you what he's got. I don't know if you heard of this, but he's got BDE. Anybody know what that means? (laughs) Ask your kids about it later. I call it big 
DeSantis energy. Woo! Right? <laughs> He's got the same kind of BDE that President Trump has. And frankly, he has the same kind of BDE that we want all of our elected leaders to have. <laughs> Even our women. Even our women. I can just see it right now. All the middle-aged ladies, such as myself, are on Google going, what does BDE mean? Oh, uh, you know now. You know now. For the moms out there, I'm really sorry that I, I threw that out. <laughs> so, you see, Governor DeSantis took that Trump strength and that Trump energy, and he brought it to his home state during COVID. And he showed America what it means to have a governor who is a fighter, who will defend our freedom and not sell us out. Thank you, Governor DeSantis, for that. All right, now let's go to Mr. BDE himself, Mr. Big DeSantis Energy. Uh, hold on a minute. I have to uh, bear with me. Bear with me. I have to pull this up. This is really incredible, actually. I don't know how I lost it, but I did. Hold on. We got this. Let me pull this up for you. Give me a second here. Where is that video? Oh, coming right up. Where is it? Where is it? Son of a gun. Son of a gun. I think I lost that video. It's a video of Ron DeSantis. Hold on. I, I got another place for it. I got another place I can get it. <clears throat> Sorry for those uh, waiting. Just give me a second. This is incredible. I don't know how I lost it. Where in the heck is that? Well, it's not there either. Give me a second, folks. I'm sorry. This is a pretty incredible uh, clip from Ron DeSantis that, uh, that Real America's Voice put together. So if you just give me a second, we'll get to it. I had it pulled up, and I don't know what happened to it. Probably got hacked, and it got taken away. Nobody wanted you guys to see it. All right, here it is. Now let's get it on. The, can we get that? Yeah. All right. Here's this great clip that Real America's Voice News put together for Ron DeSantis last night. I actually loved it. You're going to love it. Here we go. Media thinks that they can just run over people. Uh, you ain't running over this governor. I'm punching back. But let me tell you this. If you're trying to restrict people impose mandates if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business if you are trying to lock people down i am standing in your way i'm standing for the people of florida From the beaches of Florida to the deserts of Arizona, November 8th, 2022, is going to be the day that America fights back. Woo! 
We're going to be fighting back against Joe Biden's failed leadership. We're going to be fighting back against lockdown politicians all over this country who ruin people's lives. And we're going to be fighting back against a failed Congress, which will result in the retirement of Nancy Pelosi. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. B.D.E. Big DeSantis energy. And that right there was the future of our Republican Party. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the future of our Republican Party. And remember what I said. I'm going to open up this present in a minute, so stay tuned. But remember what I said. Nuclear MAGA, that's just the beginning. Check this out. Good to see you, the imaginary. There you go. Good to see you. Uh Uh-oh, don't lose your mask now. Well, good. Let's go. And I'm standing with uh, the president and he announces my nomination. I actually think we'll feel a little like it's an out-of-body experience. Watch him cry. Let's watch Merrick Garland cry that he didn't get his nomination. My father would be very proud. Oh, 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 oh. I've selected a nominee who has the respect and admiration of leaders from both sides of the aisle. I believe Judge Garland is a good person to lead the Department of Justice. That was Chuck Grassley. So I will vote for his confirmation. That was Chuck Everyone Grassley. not only respects, but genuinely likes Judge Garland. I just want to say that I like you. I respect you. Thank you, Mr. President. This is the greatest honor of my life. <laughs> That I never got Other to do. Lynn agreeing to marry me. <laughs> so just to, just to put a button on this, are you ruling it out 100? percent Yeah. Greatest thing Mitch ever did. I want to be clear to those who lead this department, who you will serve. Do you agree that the allegation of secret collusion between President Trump and Russia was a hoax? Yes or no? I, I don't think that's the terminology I would use. Do you agree that the Hunter Biden laptop was not Russia disinformation? Uh, I can't comment on okay, that. Okay, and you possess the laptop, right? Senator, I, I uh, had had a flight that I'm supposed to be hightailing to out of here. We need to restore the honor, the integrity of the Department of Justice in this nation that's been so badly damaged. And so I want very much to be the kind of attorney, attorney general that you're saying I could become. Guys, that's your next attorney general. Not good news? I will not stand by silently when their integrity is... I will not silently stand by? Yes, you will silently stand by. What are you going to do? Say, uh, you going to arrest war room? You're going to shut us down? Hey, bring it, dude. Bring it. And bring the FBI, too. I had a flight that I'm supposed to be hightailing to out of here. I think this is going to go down as one of their biggest blunders. They have awoken the entire conservative movement. We are now saying together, there will only be one winner, and we will defeat you, whatever it takes. You have grossly, grossly miscalculated on the left. If you think he's just going to roll over and play dead, you have grotesquely miscalculated. You're revolting and disgusting. I am so glad every night, you gotta understand something, brother. I had a small role in it, but I did have a role in it, of making sure that you were never on the Supreme Court. And that's one of the reasons I volunteered. I realized how awful you are, how awful Hillary Clinton is. And we defeated you guys, and we're gonna rub your nose in your defeat. We beat you in 16, you stole it in 20. We are committed to not just never have you steal it again, but to run you out of town. Resign now, or get turfed out later. Resign now or get turfed out later. 
You can't stop what's coming. You never could. It's in the writings. It's on the wall. And if you read your Bible, you would know that. Let's open up my present before we leave today. I just wanted to, I just wanted to amp you up a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is from Dennis and Tatiana Sled. They are, they've been great to me and my family. They send my kids presents all the time. So does people like Rosa Canelato and many others who have become so close with me and my family. I would like to, I, I don't know what this is. As you can see, I'm just opening it for the first time. I wanted to open it. I wanted to open my birthday present on air. So let's see what we got here. <laughs> yes. Total failure, ladies and gentlemen. Total failure. Oh, thank you, Dennis and Tatiana Sled. That is going up here in my office. Hold on. I got a birthday card to you. I got to read the birthday card. Told you it was going to be a long show today. I know some of you aren't sticking around. God brings us special people who are thoughtful, warm, and caring, and who put love in everything that they do. I think you should know you are one of those people. Happy birthday with God's blessings and love. Tatiana and Dennis Sled. Have a great birthday. God bless you guys. Thank you so very much. And thank you all for everything that you've done since we've started. I just want to let you know, we're just getting started. LFA TV is launching in September, and we are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Nobody is going to stop us. We're going to have a bigger president than every other uh, media company at CPAC or any uh, any of these other places. We're taking over, and whether you like it or not. So remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Check out the new gear. Sign up to be a monthly donor if you can. If you can't, that's okay too. Just be here for all the truth and all the gospel. God bless you guys. I'll see you at 5 p.m. Eastern time for more Live from America. Until then, keep your family safe. Keep them close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. Peace! Stop screaming that we first in America